Okay, so today is March the 31st, 2020, and Darren and I are in the first book of Samuel, and we're going to read chapters 25 through 28. 1 Samuel chapter 25. Then Samuel died, and all Israel gathered together and mourned for him, and buried him at his house in Ramah. And David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. Now there was a man in Moan, or Maon, whose business was in Carmel. And the man was very rich, and he had three thousand sheep and a thousand goats. And it came about while he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. Now the man's name was Nabal, and his wife's name was Abigail. And the woman was intelligent and beautiful in appearance. But the man was harsh and evil in his dealings, and he was a Calebite. That David heard in the wilderness that Nabal was shearing his sheep. So David sent ten young men, and David said to the young men, Go up to Carmel, visit Nabal, and greet him in my name. And thus you shall say, Have a long life, peace be to you, and be, and peace be to your house, and peace be to all that you have. Now I have heard that you have shearers. Now your shepherds have been with us, and we have not insulted them, nor have they missed anything all the days they were in Carmel. Ask your young men, and they will tell you. Therefore let my young men find favor in your eyes, for we have come on a festive day. Please give whatever you find at hand to your servants and to your son David. When David's young men came, they spoke to Nabal, according to all these words that David's, in David's name. Then they waited... But Nabal answered David's servants and said, Who is David? And who is the son of Jesse? There are many servants today who are each breaking away from his master. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my meat that I have slaughtered for my shearers and give it to men whose origin I do not know? So David's young men retracted their way and went back. And they came and told him according to all these words, David said to his men, Each of you gird on his sword, so that each man girded on his sword. And David also girded on his sword. About four hundred men went up behind David, while two hundred stayed with the baggage. Now one of the young men told Abigail's, Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers from the wilderness to greet our master, and he scorned them. Yet the men were very good to us. And we were not insulted, nor did we miss anything as long as we went about with them while we were in the fields. They were a wall to us both day and by night. All the time we were with them tending the sheep. Now therefore know and consider what you should do. For evil is plotted against our master and against all his household. And he is such a worthless man that no one can speak to him. Then Abigail hurried and took two hundred loaves of bread and two jugs of wine and five sheep already prepared and five measures of roasted grain and a hundred clusters of raisins and two hundred cakes of figs and loaded them on donkeys. She said to her young men, Go on before me. Behold, I am coming after you. But she did not tell her husband Nabal. 
It came about as she was riding on her donkey and coming down by the hidden part of the mountain that behold David and his men were coming down toward her and she met them. Now David said, Surely in vain I have guarded all that this man has in the wilderness so that nothing was missed of all that belonged to him and he has returned me evil for good. May God do so to the enemies of David and more also if by morning I leave as much as one male of any who belong to him. When Abigail saw David, she hurried and dismounted from her horse, or from her donkey, and fell on her face before David and bowed herself to the ground. She fell at his feet and said, On me alone, my lord, be the blame, and please let your maidservant speak to you and listen to the words of your maidservant. Please do not let my lord pay attention to this worthless man, Nabal. For as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. But I, your maidservant, did not see the young men of my Lord whom you sent. Now therefore, my Lord, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, since the Lord has restrained you from shedding blood, and from avenging yourself by your own hand, now then let your enemies and those who seek evil against my Lord be as Nabal. Now let this gift which your maidservant has brought to my Lord be given to the young men who accompany my Lord. Please forgive the transgression of your maidservants, or servant, for the Lord will certainly make for my Lord an enduring house, because my Lord is fighting the battles of the Lord, and evil will not be found in you all your days. Should anyone rise up to pursue you and to seek after your life, then the life of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of the living, with the Lord your God. But the lives of your enemies he will sling out as from the hollow of a sling. And when the Lord does, for my Lord, according to all the good that he has spoken concerning you, and appoints you ruler over Israel, this will not cause grief for a troubled heart to my Lord, both by having shed blood without cause, and by my Lord having avenged himself. When the Lord deals well with my Lord, then remember your maidservant. Then David said to Abigail, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel who sent you this day to meet me, and blessed be your discernment, and blessed be you whom have kept me this day from bloodshed, and from avenging myself by my own hand. Nevertheless the Lord God of Israel lives, who has restrained me from harming you. Unless you had come quickly to meet me, surely there would not have been left. Uh, there would have been left to there not. Sorry, quickly meet me. Surely there would not have been left to Nabal until the morning light, as much as one male. So David received from her hand what she had brought him, and said to her, "Go up to your house in peace. See, I have listened to you and granted your request." Then Abigail came to Nabal and told him he was holding a feast at his house, like the feast of a king, and Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunk. So she did not tell him anything at all until the morning light. But in the morning, when the wine had gone out of Nabal, his wife told him these things, and his heart died within him so that he became as a stone. About ten days later the Lord struck Nabal and he died. 
When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be the Lord, and who has pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal, and has kept back his servant from evil. The Lord has also returned an evil doing of Nabal on his own head. Then David sent a proposal to Abigail to take her as his wife. When the servants of David came to Abigail at Carmel, they spoke to her, saying, David has sent us to you to take you as his wife. She arose and bowed bowed with her face to the ground and said, Behold, your maidservant is a maid to wash the feet of my Lord's servants. Then Abigail quickly arose and rode on a donkey with her five maidens who attended her, and she followed the messengers of David and became his wife. David had also taken Ahinoam of Jezreel, and they both became his wives. Now Saul had given Michal, the daughter, his daughter, David's wife, to uh, Palti, the son of Lish, who was from Galen. 1 Samuel chapter 26. Then the Zephites came to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is not David hiding on the hill of of, uh, Hakilah? which is before Jeshem. So Saul rose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having with him 3,000 chosen men of Israel in, in, uh, to search for David in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul camped in the hill of Hakilah, which is before Jeshimon, beside the road, and David was staying in the wilderness when he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness. David sent out spies, and he knew that Saul was definitely coming. David then arose and came to the place where Saul had camped, and David saw the place where Saul lay, and Abner the son of Ner, the commander of his army, and Saul was lying in the circle of the camp, and the people were camped around him. Then David said to Ahimelech the Hittite, and to Abishai the son of Zeruiah, Zeruiah, Joab's brother, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul in the camp? And Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai came to the people by night, and behold, Saul lay sleeping inside the circle of the camp, with his spear stuck in the ground at his head. And Abner and the people were lying around him. Then Abishai said to David, Today God has delivered your enemy into your hand. Now therefore please let me strike him with a spear to the ground with one stroke, and I will not strike him the second time. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him, for who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be without guilt? David also said, As the Lord lives, surely the Lord will strike him, or his day will come that he dies, or he will go down into battle and perish. The Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. But now please take the spear that is in his at his head, that is that is at his head, and the jug of water, and let us go. So David took the spear and the jug of water from beside Saul's head, and they went away, but no one saw or knew it. Nor did any awake, for they were all asleep, because a sound sleep from the Lord had fallen on them. Then David crossed over the other side and stood on top of the mountain at the distance with a large area between them. David called to the people, 
and to Abner, the son of Ner, saying, Will you not answer, Abner? Then Abner replied, Who are you? Who calls to the king? So David said to Abner, Are you not a man? And who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not guarded your lord the king? For one of the people came to destroy the king of your lord. This thing that you have done is not good. As the Lord lives, all of you must surely die because you did not guard your Lord, the Lord's anointed. And now see where the king's spear is and the jug of water that was at his head. Then Saul recognized David's voice and said, Is this your son? Is this your voice, my son David? And David said, It is my voice, my Lord the king. He also said, Why then is my Lord pursuing a servant? For what have I done? Or what evil is in my hand? Now therefore please let my lord, the king, listen to the words of his servant. If the lord has stirred up you up against me, let him accept an offering. But if it is men, cursed are they before the lord, for they have driven me out today, so that I would have no attachment with the inheritance of the lord, saying, Go serve other gods. Now then, do not let my blood fall to the to the ground away from the presence of the Lord for the king of Israel has come out to search for a single flea just as one hurts hunts a partridge in the mountains then Saul said i have sinned return my son david for i will not harm you again because my life was precious in your sight this day behold i have played the fool and have committed a serious error david replied behold the spear of the king now let one of the young men come over and take it. The Lord will repay each man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered you into my hand today, but I refuse to stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. Now behold, as your life was highly valued in my sight this day, so may my life be highly valued in the sight of the Lord. And may he deliver me from all distress. Then Saul said to David, Blessed are you, my son, David. You will both accomplish much and surely prevail. So David went on his way, and Saul returned to his place. 1 Samuel chapter 27 Then David said to himself, Now I will perish one day by the hand of Saul. There is nothing better for me than to escape into the land of the Philistines. Saul then will despair of searching for me any more in all the territory of Israel, and I will escape from his hand. So David arose and crossed over, and he and the six hundred men who were with him, to Achish, the son of Maok, king of Gath. And David lived with Achish at Gath, he and his men, each with his household, even David with his two wives, Ahinoam, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the Carmelitess, Nabal's widow. Now it was told Saul that David had fled to Gath, so he no longer searched for him. Then David said to Achish, If now I have found favor in your sight, let them give me a place in one of the cities in the country that I may live there, for why should your servant live in the royal city with you? So Achish gave him Ziklag that day, therefore Ziklag has belonged to the kings of Judah to this day. 
The number of days that David lived in the country of the Philistines was a year and four months. Now David and his men went up and raided the the Geshurites and the Gerzites and the Amalekites, for they were the inhabitants of the land from ancient times. As you come to uh, Shur, even as far as the land of Egypt, David attacked the land, did not leave a man or woman alive, and he took away the sheep, the cattle, the donkeys, the camels, the clothing. Then he returned and came to Achish. Now Achish said, Where have you made a raid today? And David said, Against the Negev of Judah, and against the Negev of the Jerahamelites, and against the Negev of the Kenites. David did not leave a man or a woman alive to bring to Gath, saying, Otherwise they will tell about us, saying, So has David done, and so has been his practice all the time he has lived in the country of the Philistines. So Achish believed David, saying, He has surely made himself odious among his people, Israel, before he will become my servant forever. 1 Samuel chapter 28 Now it came about in those days that the Philistines gathered their armed camps for war to fight against Israel. And Achish said to David, Know assuredly that you will go out with me in the camp, you and your men. David said to Achish, Very well, you shall know what your servant can do. So Achish said to David, Very well, I will make you my bodyguard for life. So Samuel was dead, and all Israel had lamented him and buried him in Ramah, his own city. And Saul had removed from the land those who were mediums and spiritualists. So the Philistines gathered and came and camped in Shunem. And Saul gathered all Israel together, and they camped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the camp of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. When Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him, either by dreams or by Urim or by prophets. Then Saul said to his servants, Seek for me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his, and his servants said to him, Behold, there is a woman who is a medium at Endor. Then Saul disguised himself, putting on other clothes, and went he and two men with him. And they came to the woman by the night. And he said, Conjure up for me, please, and bring up for me whom I shall name to who I shall name to you. But the woman said to him, Behold, you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off those who are mediums and spiritualists from the land. Why are you then laying a snare for my life to bring about my death? Saul vowed to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, Bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice, and the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul, the king. The king said to her, Do not be afraid. 
but what do you see? And the woman said to Saul, I will I see a divine being coming up out of the earth. He said to her, What is this form? And she said, An old man is coming up, and he is wrapped in a robe, and Saul knew that it was Samuel, and he had bowed with his face to the ground and did did homage. Then Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul answered, I am greatly distressed, for the Philistines are waging war against me, and God has departed from me, and no longer answers me, either through prophets or by dreams. Therefore I have called you, that you may make known to me what I should do. Samuel said, Why then do you ask me, since the Lord has departed from you? You and his, you has become, you and Dark departed from you and has become your adversary. I'm sorry. The Lord has gone, has done according as he spoke through me. For the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor David. As you did not obey the Lord and did not execute his fierce wrath on Amalek, so the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will also give Israel along with you into the hands of the Philistines. Therefore tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. Indeed, the Lord will give over the army of Israel into the hands of the Philistines. Then Saul immediately fell full length upon the ground and was very afraid because of the words of Samuel. Also there was no strength in him, for he had eaten no food all day and all night. The woman came to Saul and saw that he was terrified and said to him, Behold, your maidservant has obeyed you, and I have taken my life in my hand and have listened to your words, which you spoke to me. So now also please listen to the voice of your maidservant. Let me set a piece of bread before you that you may eat and have strength when you go on your way. But he refused and said, I will not eat. However, his servants together with the woman urged him, and he listened to them. So he arose from the ground and sat on the bread. The woman had a f- and sat <laughs> from the ground and sat on the bed. Sorry. The w- the woman had a fattened calf in the house and she quickly slaughtered it. And she took flour, kneaded it and baked unleavened bread from it. She brought it before Saul and his servants and they ate. Then they arose and went away that night. Thank you, dear.